0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for the Wednesday night edition of the Practice Report presented by Byers Auto. That's the 40-year vet. And what the new guy, that is Andy Backstrom, uh, newest member of Letterman Row. If you haven't already, go to Twitter, follow him at Andy Backstrom. Andy, thanks for being here. Welcome to Letterman Row. Welcome to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center.
1: Happy to be in the Woody. Happy to join you guys. I'm ready to talk some Ohio State football.
0: Hey, by the way, welcome aboard. Thank you now that we're done with the pleasantries he knows
1: where i got married that's what i like about him <laughs>
0: coming
2: from boston college
0: yes covered boston college for another network uh for quite a while now he's coming over to the on three network joining letterman Monroe. we're happy to have him um ohio state was happy to have us in the in the woody hayes athletic center on wednesday night for uh, a nice round of interviews tim we got to talk to quite a few buckeyes that we haven't talked to in a while uh Jordan Hancock, uh, Denzel Burke. It was the cornerback hour for a little while. Then it was the offensive line hour. We talked to Dewan Jones, Paris Johnson. Then we also got to talk to Tyreek Williams, Lathan Ransom. A nice mix of Buckeyes. Uh, no CJ Stroud this week. Um, Emeka Ibuka was out here, but not a lot to report on the offensive side other than in that running game. What were you, your biggest takeaway, Tim, as we talked to the Buckeyes?
2: The confidence that Denzel Burke is playing with now compared to five, six weeks ago, especially after he injured that finger in practice and had to miss the Wisconsin game, was gonna play with a club on his hand. But uh, like Andy and I were just talking about, you know, you feel really good after that surgery, the day after a surgery where they kind of put bones back together, et cetera, because you're still kind of like shot up, so to speak. Yeah. And then all of a sudden on, on Saturday, like he said, the pain was ridiculous uh, when he tried to play in that game. But what you've seen, I think the last couple of weeks is a progression by him. I thought he played very fluidly, on Saturday at Penn State, I even told him so. You know, quarterbacks aren't going to make every play. It's no. Their, their position is designed for them to not make every play. But just the way he was in the right place at the right time and the way he ran with receivers and stuff, I think is uh, boding well for him uh, headed into this last part of the season. And, you know, it couldn't come at a better time with both him and Jordan Hancock feeling much more confidence than they had like uh, three or four weeks ago, especially with Hancock. Uh, with Cam Brown's situation going on. J.K. Johnson is still learning on the job, although I thought he played pretty well on Saturday with yeah. a couple of plays, with the exception of a couple of plays. And they were big ones. Uh, but it's 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 very, very uh, important for this cornerback room to get a little more stout as this season goes on. Andy, you have not been around Denzel
0: Burke, but you can gauge a level of confidence from a player. You've been around Division I athletes for a long time. Uh, Denzel seemed a little confident today. We have not seen him play confidently in quite a while. Uh, do you sense that he's starting to get some of that confidence back just by talking to him one time?
1: Yeah, I think when you're a defensive back, a lot of it's how many reps are you getting. It's hard to come in for 25, 30 reps and play well, because you might have some bad plays in the mix there. You probably will. It's an up and down position. And so when you're playing 70, north of 70 snaps, like he did last week, I think you get a little bit more of a rhythm, and I think that's where that confidence increases.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, he missed so much of preseason camp with a shoulder problem, which you know, he talked a little bit about today too. I mean, you know, no matter how, how long you've played this game, the preparation for a season is huge. It's just get good for one of another term I keep using, getting back into that flow of, of playing your position. But that young man, man, does not lack for confidence. No. I mean – He's always a joy to talk to and because uh, he kind of cuts right to the chase with you. And I think he's pretty fired up about what's coming.
0: Yeah, when we talked to him last year ahead of the matchup against Jahan Dotson, he did not back down from that no. whatsoever. You remember that, Tim? Yeah. It was almost on the borderline of competence cocky that we always talk about. Uh, but that's what you want from a cornerback. He plays with a little bit of that swagger. Uh, Jordan Hancock also talked to us tonight, Tim. He's a piece that I obviously have been excited about. He was one of my potential breakouts on the defensive side of the ball for the second half of the season, you're starting to see why. I don't think he's quite there yet. I don't think he's where he needs to be yet, but he's gaining valuable reps. He's getting uh, on the field and and finally getting in the flow. With If Cameron Brown is to be out for any sort of longevity here in November, to have Jordan Hancock back, to have a uh, healthy and confident Denzel Burke. This unit is going to continue to get better. I don't think we've seen the best of the Ohio State cornerbacks yet.
2: No, and do not discount J.K. Johnson. No, not JK at all. J.K. Johnson, man, and even Jair Brown. I mean, we may see him later on. We'll see how that goes, I mean, but the way they played in that Wisconsin game with both starters missing, uh, and of course, Jordan Hancock not available, that was huge, and uh, it's it's funny how, when you look back, at, back as the old saying goes, in retrospect, uh, how valuable that was for this football team going forward. But when you're playing the game and you're going into the Wisconsin game with both your starting corners missing and two guys starting basically for the first time, that is not a feel good moment for coaches. You know what I mean? And uh, so they've gotten past that and I think it's huge going forward. On the other side of the ball,
0: we talked to Ohio State obviously uh, about the screen game, obviously about the running game. This is a offense that does not seem to believe There are issues and with good reason it's the number one offense in america but the confidence level of this offense has not been shaken whatsoever by a lack of of substantial run game the last two weeks andy i think it's probably a credit to them trying to keep their focus that they're not hung up on a few missed assignments against iowa and against penn state and they're just looking forward to re-establishing the run against Northwestern.
1: Yeah, I think with re-establishing the run, it's a pride thing, right? With that offensive line, you can be as good of a passing team as you want, but that reputation out of the O-line is how do you run block? And I think getting back on track against a Northwestern team that's giving up over 185 yards per game on the ground is a good time to kind of turn the page a little bit and get back on track.
2: I think in a... a, I think in a, in a medical deal where they introduce a new pill to save, you know, cure something, sometimes you get the placebo and sometimes you get the real deal. I think Northwestern's the real deal to help Ohio State feel much better yeah. about its running game. But as I asked uh, Paris Johnson Jr., left tackle, uh, that fourth quarter was huge. Ohio State went in the fourth quarter trailing.
0: They and, did.
2: And scored uh, scored those touchdowns, but not only that, got that big, big run by Travion which was big not only for Travion, but all and I asked uh, I asked I think DeWan what was more important getting you guys on track of feeling good or getting Travion. He said both, because Travion hadn't had that real home run, that real home run hit this year, and what we were all counting counting on seeing this year, and that's huge. I mean, you things can come of age, just in, a, in an instant. I remember watching that 2014 team over at Penn State when they pulled out that great victory, boom, they were going, they were going from that moment on. I, And I told Paris that, uh, that's the reason I asked him that question, because Joey Bosa and all these guys made great plays in crutch time in the fourth quarter at Penn State, one of the toughest places to play in America, and boom, they were on another level after that game. From then on. And I think you might see the same thing from this football team, both offensively and defensively, discounting that last scoring drive by Penn State when things kind of got a little uh, slappy. Yeah, a little slappy. And by the way, at the moment, uh, just for truth and advertising, Ohio State's like number six in the nation in total offense. They kind of dropped a little bit the last two weeks. Uh, Tennessee's number one.
0: Do you think there's any offense that's probably more high-powered or better than this Ohio State offense right now?
1: No, You I can mean, you bring a
0: new perspective.
1: Yeah, coming from a different beat, I'm watching a pretty pathetic Boston College offense. Uh, well, that's that.
2: That's that's a really bad perspective. Yeah. It's like being <laughs> right, in a submarine. Right. So everything looks great. Yeah. Um, no.
1: No. But I think the talent here across the board. It was interesting. Yesterday, Ryan Day was asked, "Without JSN, can this still be a productive offense? Can you still achieve your goals you want to achieve?" And he said, "Yes, absolutely." And that's, you know yeah. they're hoping to get him back. But like to be able to say that and confidently say that and I think accurately say that, that's rare for any in this country.
2: Yeah, we've talked about this on this this show before, whatever we call this. We call it a show, right? It's a show. It's the fact that spectacle, uh, Tim, if you will. They have moved on from having from needing Jackson Smith and Jiqua. Would they love to have him? Hell yes. yeah. I mean, but Marvin Harrison, Jr., on Urban's Take this week, think a thing I will do with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer said the best player in college football in his mind right now is Marvin Harrison, Jr., when you're talking about the Heisman. And they included C.J. Stroud, Hendon Hooker, etc. But the thing you got to give Tennessee, I mean, Kentucky plays very good defense, and they slapped Kentucky around last week. Uh, Alabama is known for defense, and they beat Alabama 52-49. So. Tennessee's got a pretty good offense, too.
0: So now Ohio State's put up 37 because obviously the pick six was an offense. Put up 37 on Penn State. Now you just wait and see what they do against Michigan. They put up 54 on that good Iowa defense. Uh, but that's uh well, story.
2: Well, yeah, 47.
0: Yeah, you're right. So we'll see what they do against Michigan in three Even weeks. Even Ryan Not-
2: reminded me of that, yeah.
0: We'll see what they do against Michigan in three weeks. Not a lot of Northwestern talk here, but these—this is a focused group of Buckeyes. Uh, I think both of you guys would agree uh, as they head up to Evanston, head to Northwestern for a uh, pivotal Big Ten showdown, Tim. Pivotal.
2: Yeah. But here's the thing: talk, talk about—you you, know—you get little insights on whether a team is focused. DeJuan Jones already knows what the forecast is for Saturday rain and windy maybe in the 20 mile an hour range from a wind standpoint and it's going to be raining off and on through that day maybe the maybe the whole day and it's going to be on grass
0: big 10 west weather
2: tim yeah but the point is this is your right tackle and he already knows what the weather forecast is for saturday so he's already that that is a tip that that a team is paying attention to what's coming
0: and here's another little tidbit a letterman row uh, was talking on the side to a couple different people in this building, said that they pushed them a little harder the last couple days just to remind them that they're not, you well, know, not to, get, too hard. not to get complacent, not to get stuck as they go from a raucous environment at Penn State to a environment. They will be in I'm an talking, environment yeah. at Northwestern. Can we agree?
2: Yeah. They'll uh, be in the elements. They'll be uh, in the elements. It was, it was interesting, though, to watch uh, one of the first guys off the field tonight was Mayan Williams. To, to shake hands with the military guys, they bring in here every Wednesday, and he had a he had a wrap uh, on part of his hand, uh, right wrist, etc. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what his availability availability is for Saturday. But uh, there's another little tidbit to keep an eye on. Yeah. If in fact you got to, you're going to line up and try to run the ball.
0: Quick question, quick answer from each of you. Will the running game look solved Saturday?
2: Yeah, but it'll be with a grain of salt. So that rhyme sort of was solved.
1: I think it will, for sure. But again, like Tim's saying, (coughs) how much can you really judge that? This is a Northwestern team that has struggled against defending the run this year. Um, And so even if Ohio State succeeds, everyone will say, and justifiably so, well, what does that really tell us? But I still think that goes a long way in forming confidence, regardless of who you're playing a lot of getting going in the run game is confidence and momentum and regardless if you're playing you can still build that
2: and i think like i said i go back to that little comment i made with with paris johnson jr the whole game things didn't go their way right i mean but man did they pop one i mean that is a A big one too that is huge and it's the fourth quarter this uh, competitive uh, stamina that's what you know ryan day it may sound trite to some people but Competitive excellence and then compounding that with competitive stamina. I think it has shown up twice, three times this year, really. It's shown up in the Notre Dame game when they were trailing. Uh, and they came back and had that huge last part of the third quarter and fourth quarter. It showed up against Iowa, because they didn't quit playing against Iowa, even when they got a, got a little bit of a leak. Because that was a very good defense, Iowa defense. And then on Saturday, on the road, in one of the toughest places to play in the world, much less America, uh, they got the job done in the fourth quarter. So. Uh, I think they're trending in the in the proper direction.
0: They've got now three weeks to trend in the proper direction before Michigan comes to town. We're already keeping an eye on that game, as are the Buckeyes. They've got an eye on that one 365 days a year. It's now November. It's money season and it's ring season. Uh, we'll be covering it all month at LettermanRow.com where we cover Ohio State football all year long. That's the 40-year vet Tim May. That's the new guy, Andy Backstrom. Thanks for being here, Andy. We really appreciate uh, you taking us up on the offer to cover Ohio State football. Tim and I uh, get to know you a little better. We're going to have a great time covering the team. Uh, you can get all of our coverage, all three of us, Matt Parker behind the camera, $1 for an entire year. That gets you to next November. That is a hell of a deal, Tim. If That's I a hell of so. a
2: Christmas present for somebody to give somebody, or maybe even, like I said, a Veterans Day present
0: <laughs> or Thanksgiving gift, whatever Thanksgiving. you want Hanukkah, whatever you want to give out as a gift, uh, you know, give the gift of the letter Monroe a dollar for an entire year. That's, that's a great deal. Uh, again, Tim, Andy, Spencer, uh, practice report, buyer's auto. We'll see you guys in Evanston on Saturday for Ohio state and Northwestern.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to,
1: has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps>